Yo, take it personal. You're checking out Take It Personal with my band. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Checking out the Take It Personal radio show. Yeah, yeah. It's your boy Farrell Monch. You already know what it is. Right now you're checking out the Take It Personal show. You nothing but the real hip-hop. Hip-hop. The way it should be. Yo, what's up? This is Cool Keith, a.k.a. Dr. Octagon. And you're checking out Take It Personal with my DJ 360. DJ 360. Full cycle for that ass. For that ass. Now I'm cool with my man. Kevlar. 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 Kevlar.
through on this album as a, a gangstar fan purist what what have you it's a good a feel-good album and i know you know things and i'll end the way everybody wanted them to but this is like proper closure and as a as, oh yeah 100%. You know, it, it doesn't feel like a posthumous album where you hear like tracks that you question this so this feels organic yeah not, not a cut and paste job not you know? at all it almost feels as if guru was here while you know making this with you and and that, to me that's kind of fascinating yeah. that you were able to to bring that out because you know obviously you worked with vocals yeah so well you, that 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 part is just for me being a producer and 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 and, and a dj and, and and a fan and i combine all three when i approach up any project but being that i'm in the group of gangstar and i didn't fit the album here even though we we, we had it asked on the control board so i could be motivated with it knowing that so a part of his body is in, is in the room. Um, that's that's what helped me too. And then I prayed over the ash. Did my, did my, I did like my little voodoo ritual and everything, but it was all, all positive, warding off all the negative energy and just focusing. And then I know how we make records, so that's why I had, the only difference was I had to do it backwards. I'm used to making the beats for him, you know, based on what list he makes of, of song titles. Where this one I had to listen and and none of these had titles. I brought them from his partner. Uh, they were all just said track one, track two, track three, track four, track five, track six. You know, so I would just either go by what he said in the hook or something he said in the line, and I would just make a, a I call them dummy names. I'll just make a little dummy name that could change later, but just something for me to go by because I can't go by track one, track two, track three because I'll get confused. So I had to listen to his lyrics. And then, then, you know, after listening to the lyrics, I got to say to myself, okay, well, this one's dope. This one, I bought 30 tracks. Uh, some of them were not that good, 
but I felt like, you know what, I'd rather own them than him. Mm -hmm. So let me buy them anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I bought them. And, uh, um, you know, and again, there's some more bangers, but when it came to shaping an album, I just pulled the one that really stood out to me where it sounded like it, 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 I could turn it into something. And then, like you said, it, I, I wanted it to feel like I'm not salvaging some old rhymes that just are so out of date mm-hmm. that even a dope beat won't save it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it, it does sound like, you know, in my own, even other people at Friends of Ours that we've known for years that's been down with us, even with MOP and all of them came by the studio to record. They were like, yo, man, it sounds like he just wrote this shit. You know? So it, it, it was definitely a uh, emotional time, but I was very excited through, through the whole process. I knew I could make it, make it work. Uh, just based off of me knowing how how Goo uh, likes to you know make joints. Like I know what he likes. Uh, we love the same thing. Yeah, we fought many a times. Punched each other in the face, everything. And even after all that stuff, we'd go out to the bar and get drunk and hang out and grab some shit. And that was, that was routine for us. So. You know, all the fights we had and, you know, the, all the arguing over, over, over stupid shit. I mean, it was usually just, just un- unnecessary arguments, but I would always do what I could to avoid going there because I have a temper too and I don't want to get to the, the level of, uh, of fighting and stuff because I, I can't, it's hard to stop me when my temper goes that way. And I'm not a shit, I'm not a shit starter. Guru will start shit with you and not care, not care how you feel. If he's in that mood, if he's in that mood and he's drunk, He's not gonna let up until he until he just decides to let up. He's like a roach. You can really <laughs> step on him over and over and over, and you'll turn around and be like, "Damn, he took off. He's back up off the ground." Uh-huh. You know, like like he was like a battery man. So uh, it, it 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 really pained me to see him go the way he did, but uh, it angered everybody, the fans, all of us that been on on tours. I lived with him. From '88 to '94, you know what I'm saying. So that's that's uh, three albums, you know, no four albums really. No one, well, yeah, no moments tonight. Got step in the arena, daily operation, and all that. We lived together, you know, different house, different cribs. But but uh, and and even when I was producing other artists, uh, Google was still still very well paid. You know, he had three houses. Uh, we, um. You know, he had five cars. He had tons of, of just, just success financially. So he was never starving. You know, mm-hmm. he, 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 even if I'm out producing five, six, seven other acts, we all and during you during that time, the, we took four year breaks and we, we reunited to another solid album. Then you know, and then we took another break after Moment of Truth and still did and did did a full clip real quick, knocked that out. And then we still did the owners later in 2003, and and that was consistent from our last album, you know, prior to that. So we've always been uh, a focus group, and uh, again, we know each other that well. We even photo shoots, video shoots, performances. We never be like, yo, what you wearing? What you gonna wear? We just show up, and we just happen to gel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, on everything, so. And then uh, I, I don't know if you follow me, uh, but uh, on like Instagram. But you know, we've been pulling out all my old video it, tapes, and yeah. clipping all these little clips, and it shows. Look how many good times we've had together. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I'm doing that purposely to show anybody that's doubtful or been spreading wrong rumors about me and about us. It's like, okay, well, you can't can't deny this footage. The ants of that since 2004, you know what I'm saying, when they when it's supposed to be all all bad. If they look at everything, looks fine. We're joking around, we're laughing, hugging each other. Uh, the whole nine, you know, so. I don't think you need to justify that. I think everyone really knows the history and, oh, yeah, and, the, the, and the relationship. Yeah, the, the fans, fans You're always going to have those people out there, and we know what Solar's saying and doing, but the reality is no one's really feeding into that. Everyone knows what you, the legacy you guys had, the, the brotherhood you had, the history you had, yeah. and, and you can't deny that. And this album just reassures everybody of what you guys really were. And that's why I said it's a feel-good album yep. for me, because it, it is that closure. As a Gangstar fan, we wanted to hear another album, and and it comes... Which brings me to my next question. When did you consciously make that 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 decision to, to purchase um, those tracks from Solar to, to do this album? Um, About uh, almost two years ago, because my father got sick, so... When he got sick and then passed away, I had to deal with, with you know, that first. And I was going on tour for Prime 2. And, you know, second day into the tour, my dad called, you know, my, my sister. And my sister calls me and says, Daddy wants to talk to you. And he's like, you know, I need you to get down here and call the uh, funeral home and start making my funeral arrangements. And I'm just like, whoa, you know, you know, this is not good. This is not good. And on top of that, we were just on the air. We were playing in Boston. So, um, you know, he's like, I really need your son. And right there, I'm like, shit, I'll bet, Daddy. So uh, I, I flew down there, made sure I got him home. He said, please do what you can to let me die in my, in my house. And I said, Gee, you got it. I'm going to make sure you pass, pass away in your house. And I got him there. Two days two days after he got, got home, he passed, you know. And so that, that, that made me feel good that I carried out his wishes. But I wasn't even in record mode for a minute, you know what I'm saying? But at that time, I had I had Bad Name done. Bless the Mike was first. Bad Name was second. And then I had a song called uh, So Many Rappers. But it was a really, really whack version that I was just experimenting with. And it just wasn't coming out right. And that's when I asked Cole to get on. And... uh uh, I was like, damn, and I hit Cole right back and said, man, for my apology, dude, I ain't looking to send you that one because the topic that Scrooge was talking about on so many rappers uh, just wasn't just wasn't gelling uh, with with stuff Cole already said in and, and, and his rhymes subject wise. So he was like, he was like, man, I'm glad you said that because I was feeling this one based off of that what you just said as well. He said, but send me something else whenever you, you know, you got one you think I, I could get on. I was like, that. And then, so after that, I stopped, buried my father, I had to get my mom, you know, situated because my father took care of my mom. And then once I got out of all of that straight and everything was moving smooth again, I went back in. But that name was supposed to drop right after the moment of truth anniversary. Uh, and, and then, uh, we were, we were gonna drop through the anniversaries and sell all our you know, do our little merch for for the uh, for the uh, bundle and uh, the, you know the anniversary and the, the next day I was gonna drop that name. Word to God, a big and pock was still here. Some of these widows wouldn't act so cavalier. We all know that the game has changed. It's crazy out here. Rap's got a bad name. Think about it. What if the bling never happened and the true artists were getting rich from rapping? 
Word to God, some should get. Let's delete the politics so real hip hop can live. And even back then, I was like, so good, son, man. I don't, I want you, I want you be down to play your father just one time. Not, not on every video, just the first one. He was like, hell yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and nice. uh, and even well back done. then, I, I was like, damn, man, you got dreads. I said, can't really, you know, your father never had, never had dreads that long. And he's like, nah, I'll cut it. Let me know when I'm going to shoot it. And damn near a year and a half later, I still have that same vision. I said, you know, that, that whole vision of that video was my vision day one. And I told us, so Spice Adams already do all of this oh, almost a year and a half ago that this is how I want to shoot it. And uh, then I still that that was still my vision. So even with the J Cole record, I wasn't ready to have a director for that yet because we knew that would be our second single. So I said we got time to come up with that one. But uh, when he said let's switch it, I didn't have nobody to back out. I was like, damn, I don't even have an idea for this one yet. That's when I called Fab Bar Freddy and said, Yo, man, can you help me shoot this video? And uh, and. We could come up with a concept together, and, and I, I, I told him what I envisioned. He told me what he envisioned. And first thing Freddie said was, man, I ain't like that fake wheel letter shit that I saw with Goo pass. I ain't like all that. We need to reenact that wheel and do that, clean up that, and make it make it fly. And I was like, all right, we'll write a treatment and send it to me. Send me the treatment, and he, when he said what he wanted to do, send it to Goo's son and to his family. As soon as they saw that, they were like, yo, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, let's the, the, the ruffle some trouble. I'm like, I'm with it. And, uh, and, and then, we, then we shot it. You know, shot it. And uh, we went to North Carolina to shoot Cole's bar. He had just come from vacation, literally. And he said, dude, after this one, I'm not going to be doing no features. I'm about to disappear. And I was like, word. And that's why. I didn't know he was going to post it on Twitter. But, you know, next thing you know, he posted today. This is my last feature. Hmm. So uh we shot it, doing back to New York, went to Harlem and uh shot the rest of it and uh Shirley came down and Justin came down because they they had the very key parts of um, you know, when all this bullshit was going on and uh and I said hey, we definitely gotta make sure they're in the video and Shirley's the co founder of the group. So I always make sure I I hold him up high. Being that they had a, a long journey of gangstar way before I joined, you know. So, you know, uh, like I said, man, I, my whole motto has always been to do the right thing from day one. And, uh, you know, I just knew that that dude had had some music. And I went to court. I was going to court with his family. So I was there to witness the doctor, the, you know, the oncologist that operated on him all the way to when he died. And, you know, I was there. So I got to see him myself with all the lives. And, and the line on the old, I got to switch all that shit. So now I just got to figure out how can I get that music because he's not going to want to sell it to me because he don't, he don't fuck up like that. So I was like, how can I get it? I just been thinking like this for seven years. It took me seven years to get it. You know what I'm saying? For seven years, I've been thinking, how can I get it every day that something crosses my mind? I'm like, man, somehow I'm going to get this shit. And then my manager, Ian, started just reaching out on his own and he said, man, I don't have no emotional uh, attachment to this because I'm new and I'm younger and uh, I'm going to figure out how we can get it to where you can have it in your possession and, and either, you know, buy even if you got to buy them. I'm like, yeah, I'll pay for it. You know, it just has to be a number that I'm comfortable to pay for. I'm not going to pay no astronomical amount. 
because it's not that serious since we got seven albums that I'm proud of. You know, we ain't got to do nothing. But he was like, uh uh-huh, we're going to figure it out. And he got to a point where, you know, it got closer and closer to, man, this might happen, might happen. And one day he was like, yo, uh, he's going to take this amount. And I was like, cool. Yeah, like family, there's always so much drama when it comes to, you know, music and, and records. But I have to tell you, from my perspective, there was so much positivity behind this record. I mean, from the points of you uh, bringing the, you know, the ashes into the studio and, uh, you know, re- mm-hmm. kind of reconvening the Gangstar Foundation. And the truth is, you really have a, a proper foundation with all those guys. And it was really cool. For me, it was cool seeing you reunite with Group Home on What's Real uh, on the record. And look, man. Man, just hearing the union between you and Group Home, I are you ever gonna do another record with them? Certified street poetry in the game a long time, so you know it's me, nigga. What's real? Gangstar motherfucker, we live. All you fake niggas running high, we wanna know. What's real? In the place to be, we live in proof. Superstar, you see, we wanna know what's real. The foundation, yo, we presidential. Y'all ain't built for what we've been through. As crazy as the synergy is, it just works, man, and it just puts it puts my ears in that place, man, and, and my heart comes out strong, and it's I just love the way it feels. Thank you, man. Yeah, well, we we uh we talk about doing some more stuff. Yeah, that one I wrote the hook. I wrote the hook. Uh, I was still down in Texas <clears throat> take care of some family stuff and uh we were at and we were just getting all my dad, you know, uh you know, you know, just all the family stuff straight, you know, and just make sure his pensions going to my mom and stuff like that. And I was so I was down there just by myself and playing that beat over and over because uh when I heard uh Roy say uh, uh knock him out and send his group home like Melancholy Nutcracker right there, I'm like, damn man. I wonder, if I, I wonder if I should put them on here with, with Royce because I, 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 my plan was to put them on something. I just couldn't think of when, you know, what would fit, you know, and I'm very good at that matching. This artist should be on this song, that artist should be on that song. And I just started writing, just started writing that hook and I just started going certified street poetry. I just started freestyling off my head and I just did it in my phone, but I was doing it with Dap Malachi in, in, in mind. Well, it's funny because it sounded like your scratch technique, but yet it's you wrote it, which right. it was interesting. Right. And so, so I wrote it, and we, we filmed the making of the album. We're, we're going to be dropping the, uh, the um, uh, uh, that Gangstar documentary. We're still finishing it because we have so much footage from 1989 all the way to 2004. I mean, I have, we are, we've already dumped a thousand over a thousand hours of footage, so that's why again, all the stuff we've been doing little short clips because we don't want to put all of it up uh, where you can beat of it. We got fights and everything on table. I mean, really wild shit. Stuff, <laughs> fights at airports and everything. So, uh, really, really wild stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm alive. Sugar's alive. Let's do it while we're alive. So somebody else get their hand on them and fuck up my shit. So, I'm like, we'll do it. So, uh, that's why we've been digitizing all these tapes and when we keep discovering stuff, we're like, oh, man. Mm. They got a clip and let's post that. Oh, the, ooh, look at that. Oh, man, make that a clip. Let's post that. So, same thing with Group Home. Uh, we filmed we, we me imitating them in the booth and then laughing at me and everything. And then they just spit it over my 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 reference. And then, uh, you know, but it sounded, I wrote it with them 
in mind because it sounds like what they would say. Absolutely. You know, Malachi Nutcracker is always just gangsta, motherfucker. That's the, that's just him. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he's all about fighting people and, and stepping to the biggest dude, telling him that he, he, he'll hurt him. Well, he used to box, didn't he? Yeah, he used to box, yeah. So, it, yeah. so uh, I just did it basically with different fine and, uh, and uh, they just, just uh, wrapped over my reference. It's not, you know, and, and, and from there we... Uh, we um we, we recorded it, but like I said, we filmed all of it and everything. So you know, it'll show me acting like I'm dab, acting like I'm male, and all that stuff, and just having having a nice laugh or whatever. And Jay Wu, we're talking about man, it's been so long. You know, we should definitely do another album. You know, I told when the time is right, I'll do another album. With him. So you know, but we uh but we we got a long way to go. He's out in Berlin, isn't he? He yeah, lives overseas, yep. right? Yeah. So, yep. so Preem, you got you, you have so many great appearances on the album, and um, the the J Ru the song with J Ru is my favorite from a distance. Well, it's the justice equality ruler universal can't freeze sun seed light speed react nuclear thermal three hundred sixty degrees we come in full circle open the portal now you witness God's immortal verbals shining light infinitely like the cosmoses modern science with the finest rhyme as osmosis go through your faction a sec one laser beam focus you see if rap was a crime we'd be on wanted posters. Pete, we kind of like the team that killed the white lotus my feet firm on the ground and guru on my shoulders deep concentration is the formulation at it again poison pen maestro chop the violin the line that stuck out to me the most was the line from royce about having the ashes on the console um yeah were there any um other appearances that you had planned on lining up for the album but it just didn't shake out yeah uh, i asked drake to get on it because i had just done sandra's rose for his album so i was like you know maybe get on this, but he was so deep into getting his tour together. Uh, it just wasn't the right time for him to just knock it out real fast. I, I need it done like really, really yesterday mm-hmm. at that time. So uh, from there, um, well, so, uh, when Kwali said uh, his gang started Black Star Gang, I said, yo, I need more stuff on it. And, uh, and, and he was supposed to do it. I kept Stressing them and 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 it never got done. And I would say, you know what? He 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 owes me. So I got to do this show in Colorado in another week. He's gonna have to get give me give me a verse, and you know I'm stressful about it. You know before I do this show, and if anything, I'll do a part two to business art. You know, can we plan on doing remix things like that? Just play mathematics on Luke yeah, I was for, just the, about for, to say for about an hour and just remind him. Yeah, you guys oh, have made oh, me some magic with that. <laughs> Beats by Supremo for all of my people, Negroes and Latinos, and even the Gringos. Yeah, so, so um, you know, one of him, Nas was supposed to get on it, but it just wasn't clashing right at the time. And, and honestly, Nas was like, you know, I'm just not in right. I just have no writing in me right now. And if I'm going to do it, I got to kill it because, you know, I got to sound as good as Guru. And I just have no writing uh, feelings right now. So I just don't want to half ass it. And I respected that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, me and I go way back. We talk like that. We hang all the time from here to there. So I was like, nah, don't even trip, man. So I was like, I ain't even mad at you. It was going to great. I was going to ask Jay, but I was just like, nah. I'm not going to even uh, approach him about it. I'm, I'm, I'm just keeping moving. But 
uh, it would have been cool to have him on there, but uh, you know, I, I didn't think that's it. That's it. Nah, go with your gut. And uh, uh, Kendrick, they they said uh, right now he's he's locked in on focusing on what he's got to do next. So and that's but as soon as I gave it the call, he immediately hit me back and was like, after he heard it, like it took it literally ten minutes. So I showed people my text. Uh, when I gave it to him in 10 minutes to the T, he said, bro, I have got the chills right now. Like, yo, this is dope. He's like, yo, what, what, what you put on his vocal? And, uh, you know, like he was, the, you know, he could be the producers. He was asking what did I use to texture his voice to sound like that on the beat and all this stuff. I was like, man, you know, this gave him some, some stuff of whatever plugins I use and this and that. We started having producer conversation. He's like, yo, Definitely on this. I got you. Uh, he said, the only thing is, I, I did more than 16 bars. Is that okay? I'm like, dog, you do a thousand bars. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you, whenever you're done, I'll, arrange, I'll move the hook and arrange it myself after you spit what you got to spit. And he did a great job with the verse. I'm still bugging off the Nas story because he's the one who broke this story in my mind on social. You know, it's like. Yeah, well, I asked, I asked him to let's reenact the I chill skit. And when I, when I explained it to him, he was like, all right, I'm going to send you a voice, a little voice message on your text. He sent me that. And then I just took the same music that Lost Professor was playing in the background on the original uh, by Chill. And then I just, uh, um, you know, just timed it out. And my, my, uh, my, my, my boy Poe, who was my videographer for Lost Man Court, I was like, yo, uh, just, just, just film that office phone real quick, and and then can you uh, blend the audio with into the and just just leave the camera staring at the phone. And uh, he's like, "All right, cool. I'll take it home, and send it right back to you." And by the time I got home, he was like, "Yo, check this out. Tell me if you like this." And I was like, "That's perfect." And I said, "Uh, I said, man, when we launch this tomorrow, and it's going to start." everything off when people see this this little skit you two tease us for it seems like decades now because when that when that little teaser dropped with nas my first thought was oh shit this is coming out on mass appeal records or 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 nas and and premiere finally coming to fruition like Mm -hmm. this is gonna happen so to hear you know the story that he wasn't in, in the writing mode is a little crazy because oh my god can you only imagine but i I have to say this, as far as the album goes, it doesn't feel forced. You hear a lot of albums nah. with like with a lot of guest appearances. It like like Dre said, hearing J. Rue and Group Home and Suge and Fox, it, it just and MOP. It's the original crew. Yeah, it feel it feels family. Right. It's family. Uh, you got Q Tip, and I, from what I heard, and tell me this, but Q Tip wanted to drop a verse, but he had surgery, I think, prior to to recording that. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He had a minor throat surgery. It, was, it wasn't major, but it was just minor throat surgery. So he, he when I talked when I called him. His voice was very raspy, and, and I was like, "Damn, man!" I said, "I sure want you to do a hook on on this song." I didn't want a verse; I was I just wanted to do a hook. He said, "Well, man," he said, "I can't really record right now." He said, "Just send it to me," and I said, "He said, just send it on, text it to me on my phone." Texted it to him. He hit me back. I was like, "Yo, man, this shit is dope." He said, "My voice actually could sound kind of dope, a little raspy, you know." But he said, "If you don't like the way it sounds." You gonna have to wait till my voice gets clear, and I and he said uh, I'm gonna send you a little video of of, of me doing it, and he, he said uh well, shit he's talking he's describing a hitman life and his 
how he has to live. So he said, I'll be the hitman to say, hey, I'm ready to do another job. So I was like, all right. He, he came me back a few minutes later, sent a little video clip uh, of the plan, like in, on, in, his, in his lab. You couldn't see him on the screen, but you could see the board. And he had a little Hawaiian little, little ball, I guess it moves to the music or whatever. It was like moving around and, and he had all these little like lights and shit. So then he, he played it. He, he turned it on and goes, oh, you like that? And, and, sent, and that's how the clips ended. I called him like, that's it. That is perfect. So, <laughs> I'm a, I'll send you the vocals. He sent me the vocals right away. I flew it in. You got the bag pop. I got the thing thing. It's in the sling. Here it is. Let me let it ring. With the... Or do a lawnmower style. You got the bag pop. I got the thing thing. It's in the sling. Here it is. Let me let it ring. I got potatoes and the mufflers and the whole thing. With the... It sounds like he was totally doing that off the cuff. Not only that, I thought he was in studio. So I was like, I had these like visions of these two like amazing production minds together. And I was going to ask you yeah. if there was any like clash on synergy or anything like that. But th- that's the great thing about this, where we're at in hip hop. I mean, if you guys ever collaborate, the greats just come together. It, it, you, we can work forever. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And for us to be, you know, in our 40s, I'm 53. You know, Goo's uh, is the, would be uh, 58. Yeah, 58. You know, for him to, to, you know, he would still be rhyming like that if we were in the lab together working on an album. So, but but I, I that's what I already told myself. If it sounds like it's going to sound like, a, the, like the Biggie duets, I'm like, I'm not putting that shit out. Well, and like I said, it does not sound like that kind of an album. When you... When you got the the acapellas from from Solar, did you l- hear them first before you bought them, or you just yep. you okay. yeah yeah I, I wanted to make sure uh, yeah, I wasn't getting jerked. So you knew what you were getting. So you didn't have that much yeah, material. First time, first time his lawyer brother, I was like, you know, I said, I we can't see each other because I didn't want to see him, and, and uh, I just you know I, I just know where my temper would have gone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to see him. My lawyer was like, "Oh, just have his lawyer bring it to you that you hear him because you got to know if these rhymes uh, are familiar to you, you know." And so, first time he brought them, they were all snippets, you know, like fade out at the thirty second. I'm like, "Not, not no deal. Yeah. This is bullshit," you know. And then uh, he we had to set up another meeting because I was like, "How do I know that these don't really fade out like that? Like, he's it's, it's still rapping and the you know, the volume fades out." The second time he brought it, brought them in full, and uh, I said, "No, um, I was like, no." He started hearing shit like, "Oh man, I definitely killed that." Ooh, we, but mm-hmm. now you know, you, you just silently to myself. That's what I said. Yo, it's probably man. It's 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 work. So I just want to give our listeners a little bit of background because originally Solar said he had nothing of uh, of Guru, right. and it, it was years yeah. he was under throwing oath. this under oath. Under oath, under oath right? Under oath. Yeah. And like he came, he Under came out oath. after after all these years like a fucking cockroach, and decided, hey, it's time to make some money on this situation, and it and basically exploit Guru. We we wanted to give a little backstory to the listeners, letting them know that Solar obviously didn't 
who, who was lying. He, he said lied. He, he didn't have anything, and, that, and then he did. Hey, when this is all said and done, this motherfucker is going to go down as one of the biggest villains in the history of hip hop. But I, I got to praise Absolutely. you, Primo. You've always taken the high road with this, and and it's very mo- admirable. Most people would not. Um, and I and I, I don't condone violence, but I don't know how <laughs> how in this day and age when you have Big Suge and Freddie Fox who looks oh, like Vin Rhames, yeah. how does Solar walk around? You know, getting away with this is what we, I just we, don't we're understand. Not every bone broken. You hear me talking, hillbilly boy? I ain't through with you by damn sight. I'm gonna get medieval on your ass. No. The, the the best way is to not run to not run into anybody, and, and he's never around where we are. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm pretty sure he's, he's smart enough to not, you know, be be in any of our territory because, um, you know, uh, all of us know how to fight. I, I, I can fight, you know, certain that all of us fight. I mean, Andrew and all of us, even Drew can fight. You know, we've been in so many. Fights even with MOT, you know. I learned how to even use my left hook because of Billy teaching me how to how to throw my left better. Because he said he said if I didn't get perfected, I could end up getting my jaw tapped where where my left could protect me and knock somebody down. So he's always best with me, getting me improving on my on my left punch. And one time he started playing around. With me doing, you know, throwing punches at me, and my left hand is swung right at, at, at Billy. It didn't connect, obviously, because we were playing around, but he was like, Yeah, you got it now, okay? So uh, now my left is always ready when it when it needs to be used, but, uh, we, you know, obviously we're just not in the same area. I mean, we, we were to the point where when Groove was going to be performing at SOPs, we were like, Yo, we're going to that show. And we are going to corner him and find out why the hell he's breaking out on the disappearing. What the fuck is going on, yo? Like, like, and then the day of the show, they canceled it. And we're like, oh, boy, if I had to think twice, like, yeah. I know all my guys are showing up to find out why and did I just break north on their body. Yeah, that would not have ended well. Then they were playing a Boston show. was like, yo, I'm going to go to the Boston show, so... Don't worry, I got it. Uh, I'll, I'll see him and find out what the hell's going on while he break out. Day of the Boston show, he gets canceled. They're like, this motherfucker. You know, so, it's almost just strange. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we got we to be smart adults. You know, something happens to that kid. I'm, I'm, I'm the highlight of this whole drama. So the last thing I want to do is you have anybody questioning me for something. That happened to that guy, so yeah, we, we, you got to take the high road. It's like karma yeah. is, is going to do what it's going to do. So I, I'm a karma handler. 100 percent smart and, man. And, you know, I just saw they claim that I stole stuff and plagiarized. It's like we just laugh because it's like, come on, man! Like they, I'm not even known for being a, a shifty dude in this industry, and I've been in it 30 years. You know, I don't lie about being a Grammy Award winner producer, but, you know, which he's not. And but if you look at his, his Instagram, it says he's a Grammy Award winner producer. It's just really scary. It's actually scary because I've just never had a man sweat me and groove so much. You know, ever like like even the biggest fans have never been like this. And then you claim and everything is yours. And it's like why why won't you give it to his son? If he's a nine year old child. At that time when he died, he was nine years old. Everything should be about his son and his son's future. That's it. 
and, and then you say you're a five percenter and you, you're, you're a Muslim, but you're not dealing with equality. Everything you're doing is is against God. You know what I'm saying? So in a book, it's like how could you write a book and you don't even know us that well? Like, like I, you know, I have people that I know that bought the book. No, uh, they didn't buy it. They were able to obtain a copy and show me a few pages. And I, you know, when I read those, I'm like, man, uh, <clears throat> never stop saying. That. Well, when I would show up to the studio, he would produce the songs for uh, the owners. I'm like, no, oh, you would because. D&D knows when I'm in the room, that room is locked and my engineer is out the door. Because Guru ain't going to stay when I'm not there. Guru likes to be there when I record his vocals because he knows I know how to how to coach uh, the vocals well. And we never had nobody outside of us uh, do vocals for Gangstar. So it's like, you, know, you produced it when I left. I'm like, oh. You know, like, uh, whenever I would show up, I show up all the time. Even if I'm late, I still show up. And then on top of that, uh, why would I need a producer when that's what I do? That's what I'm known for. Even Better than anyone. Money transaction. Uh, even with the money transaction of buying 30 tracks, why would you be under the assumption that I'm going to produce it together? For what? I don't have nobody to produce it together. I've done everything myself. The bass lines, the guitar, the keys, everything. I've been doing it that way since I started. Except for no more Mr. Nice Guy because I was still learning how to be a producer. That album was me, my engineer, and Guru. We would always all tap the buttons together. You hit that, I'll hit that. You, you hit the, I'm hit the stand. You hit the hi hat. You know, okay, now go. And you hit it right there. That's how we did uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy. That's why I have such a uh, more amateur sound. But once, well, one step in the arena uh, came out, I was getting better at making beats. And, and, and understanding the science of, of mixing the production. And then by daily operation, I was really confident. Like, okay, now I know how to do this. I was like, I was still wet behind the ears, you know, but, but still through all that, I was still doing everything by myself. So I'm not going to ask for help now. After all these years of doing gangster, I'm, I'm excited to do it myself anyway, you know, because I, I can't wait to see what I'm going to come out with. I think his lifeline has always been connected to Guru and Gangstar. That's why he calls himself the DJ of Gangstar. I mean, the reality is that he doesn't really have much. People that don't have a lot want, want everything. And he's a guy who seems yeah. to want the credit. He, he can't allow you to enjoy the success that you guys currently have with the yeah, new it's album. Still, it's still spooky, though, man. It's just it's fucking spooky. But, but, but you, you said know, karma. Day, uh, yeah, I let karma deal with it. Like I said... Um, uh, you know, uh, get physical and all that stuff <clears throat> can lead to too, too many other things that uh, that that could incriminate me, and I'm not doing no shit like that. I'm I'm, I'm enjoying life. Yeah. I got a young son who, who needs his dad. I'm in a great place. My team is always on, is all, always on point and ready for whatever, including myself. I know how to move in this in this, this world. Because we've been through so much during our hip hop career, you have to know how to move around when you're in hip hop. It's different, you know what I'm saying? And it's street music. <clears throat> you're dealing with knuckleheads. You're dealing with people that want to rob you. You deal with gunplay. You're dealing with all kinds of things. The fights, brawls. You know, just so much stuff. So with all of that, that's another reason why I've uh, been smart with how I move and smart with how I 
handle all of these issues. You know what I'm saying? And it's, at, at 53 years old, you think I'm going to be making stupid moves? Hell fucking no. <laughs> Ironically, it's funny because the last time you were on the show was uh, when when Prodigy passed and we had a, a special and you were one of the one of the guests uh, and you were talking about you guys getting into it. I think it was Jack the Rapper with, with, with Prodigy and, and fight. So it seems like for a guy that I don't think we associate you with being physical, like you've always been classy. You've always been like, you know, maintained a certain but you roll with motherfuckers that will but hurt you, people. You won't play. I mean, you, 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 oh, yeah. you got that 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 H town blood in you, so you, you definitely don't play. Hundred percent, and got no praise you in there too. Uh, which is where I moved. We moved to once I moved out of Houston. Is to the town is called Prairie View, and uh, that's where I went to college. A and College, and uh, we're in the you know I love sports, so you know we're in. Swag, which is South Southwest uh, Conference, so we we uh we were a smaller town, or not Division One or anything like that. But uh, you know we we we're, we're one hell of a town of uh of great people. So you know, um, yeah, man, I I I I enjoy what I do, and I still love doing hip hop every day. You know what's funny? Uh, based on what you just said, being from Houston, Prairie View, you're t- touching on all that. You, your sound is very quintessential East Coast, and you're a Houston dude. It's amazing yeah. that it went where it went. Well, you got to remember when I got in, we didn't have any other sounds from other other cities to go by. Like, mm-hmm. like the West Coast came a little later, but all we had was a guide was New York, and it, it was just no, there was no other go to. Mm-hmm. Believe me, if, if it was Kansas City at the time, I, that's where I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I hear that. New York. Yeah, so so all I all I was raised on, uh, I wouldn't even say raised on because we were around when it started. So you know, in '73 when it was just the break beats and all that stuff, all the way leading into the MC the aspect of it, I got to witness and be a part of. Understand that that phenomenon to where when it got to the point of me being an artist, I already knew exactly how I already knew how I wanted it to sound. Once you just teach me how to work the equipment that makes it do it, you know, like I was like, is that the thing that's making it sound like that with the samples? <clears throat> teach me how to do that, too, which I give King of Chill, uh, yeah, who's KC, my mentor, yeah. uh, uh, you know, he's he's the all the audio too and the lines, right? You know, he he his paper thin and cha 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 stop looking and, and so forth. He was the one that was like, Yo, this you do this, you do this, you do this and it makes you do that. And once I used to go over to his mom's house to practice once I had it down back mentally, I was like, Okay, I know exactly how to make the sound like what I want to sound like and I know how to match music to the artist. And again, it's just certain people who are into it that deep. Some people aren't. I've always been into it. I'm such a music junkie. So, and not just hip hop. You know, hip hop is just the, the, my my major part of my career. But I love all. I would rock, jazz, country. It don't matter. Well, the production changed a lot on this record. I mean, normally, you know. There is that. Uh, there's definitely that premier catalog of snares and kicks. 
And it was nice to hear some different sounds out of the norm from you, man, on this record. And uh, I don't know if it's it's about sample clearance and things of that nature, but you definitely stepped outside of your norm. Lights out. I told y'all, this is the one I owe y'all. When you see me, act like you know I know y'all. No one, no one, but a law could hold y'all. Average motherfuckers can't even handle what I throw y'all. Lights out. I told y'all, this is the one I owe y'all. When you see me, act like you know I know y'all. No one, one, but a law could hold y'all. Average motherfuckers can't even handle what I throw y'all. Lights out. Lights out. It was just, just like I said, I, I turned it down like a very different but still solid gangster album. And and then they had to match the artist that we were pairing up with. You know? So and it sounds like a continuation of uh where where the owners left off. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound like uh, you know, uh, like I said, it doesn't sound like a salvaged album. It sounds like a complete gangster album. They're all the way from the artwork, you know, from going through Danny Hastings old uh hard to earn photo shoot. Ian going, yo, look at this guitar Bruce sitting on the couch. That shit's dope, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it is. He said, yo, maybe that could be what you use for the cover. I'm like, yo, you know what? Because J. Cole was the one that was like, yo, what's the issue of this picture? Not some of the more recent stuff before he before he passed. When y'all were still together, and he's like, uh, yeah, it should be something more authentic. That's why I said, you know what? Danny Hayston, that did the, he, he started messing with Danny. From Hard to Earn all the way to all of our other albums, all the way from Hard to Earn, Moment of Truth, the owners, Ansel Clips, and Shot the Brent Rollins, who did the, uh, did the art on all those, those albums, including this one. So then I said, Danny, you got the photo shoot of Hard to Earn? He's like, yeah, I said, you're drop by. Started going through the pictures, even the one with Bad Name. I don't know if you saw the artwork for Bad Name. Ooh, blurry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have y'all seen that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's really blurry like that for real. So that's why I was like, yo, man, it looks almost like that's a ghost. It was great. I was like, that's another one. Yeah, but let's pull that one too. And all that's from the hard to earn photo shoot of the people do. But when Cole was at the video shoot saying, yo, it's more vintage, that's how we ended up saying, you know, they have to take this one right here. Because that's the, that shot right there on the cover is some is when we were doing the massive field well then that's Thing home in on that one. It's just it's black and white, and there was no gangster logo on the wall, so Brent, you know, doctored it in, and saw, and then he was in Italy at the time, going, "Yo, man, I'm all these dope deals." I told him I want to be almost like we're on a display at a museum. But that's kind of I thought. But no matter what, I want a turntable and a mic. You know, it's how you gonna fix it. She has to make sure turn to him and fight him in that, in, in, in that, that cover. And he's like, all right, he started messing with it. And he said, mock up. I tell him, I just went to the museum in Italy. And they got these dope lights that look almost different from the track lights. It's like a pole. He's getting little poles. He's just telling me what you think of these. I'm like, yo, what's my star hill? And then when he's put a picture in it, I'm like, yo, that's the cover, man, right there. It's funny you, you had mentioned that Danny Hastings cover i have that danny sent it to me it's autographed it's sitting above my piano the hard to earn cover and that i just found out was the same i don't know if it's a studio but it's the same set for 36 chambers the backdrop yeah yep yep which is crazy you you look like raiden from mortal Kombat with that hat on (laughs) 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 and it premiered as the glasses like you guys are just too cool for school 
and, and to me, it's one of the the greatest, most iconic covers. Uh, and I love. I'm a huge Hastings fan, obviously. But um, yeah, yeah, he did. He did Wrath of the Mad. He did uh, um, uh, Sunrise in the East. You know, he's done a lot of covers. He's worked with Nas, uh, Raekwon. Oh. KRS, yeah, he's he's done everybody. Yep, yep. Hastings is a legend, and he's archived like that golden era of hip hop. Everything goes links right back to Danny. Yeah, let's let's get in some fun stuff because we were talking about fighting and 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 uh, Solar, and I feel like the energy. Uh, let's get in a little little fun stuff. I want to know this because I I think it was either you or Pete Rock when he was on our show last. What's up with this De La album that you guys have worked on? We're almost done. Uh, we started off where we let each other hear the first three tracks, and now we're we're in a battle uh, situation where Pete doesn't want me to hear the rest of his, and I don't want him to hear the rest of mine. Mm. So that's, we're that's, all, that's good. We're energy. All this is down. good. Yeah, we're, <laughs> it's yeah, getting so, good. Uh, so we're, we, it's almost like a, a friendly battle, but uh, we're both bringing the noise. It, it's it's going to be a dope fucking. Album. Have you guys named that record? Nah, not yet. We're just doing the tracks, and uh, you know they come up to New York and they go do shit with him, and it's like well, I'll call Pete, like, yeah, you know you're a sucker, man. you know, is it, it, it's, it's, it's gonna be go. Is it track for track? Um, we right now we're like, yo, let's you do eight, I'll do eight, and then let's see how where we are. Yeah, I think it's a tale of the tape on that one, man. Shit. Yeah, but I'm coming with it. I, I got some heat, man. I'm playing. It's fucking daylight. You know how excited I am as a fan. Oh yeah. If if this was the 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 '90s, man, and, and we were still cassettes, it'd be side A, premiere side, side B, yeah, P Rock oh, side, oh, or vice way, versa, whatever. Side, uh, <clears throat> December sixth, it will be the final of the album, and now we're we're, we're we're about to make cassettes as well. Oh wow! Nice, I, nice. I know I ordered that. Uh, I think I ordered it off of Amazon a while ago. So that's good to hear that the date is the the sixth, and the physical comes out tomorrow in stores. Yep. Um, yep. So that's great. Sorry, we we talked about the day lot and you the Pete Rock. I, I love the way you guys you guys together. Yeah. I know you've always talked about doing an album. We've already heard about the Nas thing. Maybe we need to have Jay diss Nas again to get him writing again for you because I think you and Nas before, you know, before it's too late, like we do want to hear that. I mean, that that's something we've all been waiting for. But you know what? Can, can, can I make a suggestion? This is a random one that may have more likelihood of happening, but I would absolutely fucking love to hear you do an album like bun b or or even just houston cats like k rhino or even face k reno yeah k- yeah k reno yeah uh, we, we already talked about doing a project and me and bun i have fun to do one a while ago and he was like oh, i don't have time right now i was like uh okay and now he gets me up this before the gangster album dropped or even him knowing about it he's like oh you ready to do it and i'm like damn man I said, "Damn it, Bun! I told I can't eat you first. And, and he was like, "I know, I know, I know." He said, "So let's do it real quick, quick EP." And I'm like, "I can't right now." But uh, I said, "I'll tell you why later." And I told him about Gangstar. So he's like, "Well, well we, we put, we've talked about doing it. Uh, me and K Reno and me and Buffy." Oh, well, sure. so then you, so you nailed it i nailed it shit yeah, that's it <laughs> i mean because i'm thinking nice. you, you could do a west coast album you can could I, do an east coast album yeah. i would love to hear and, you do a and, southern yeah, album yeah. 
and, I, and I'm mixing the NYG's album right now. That, uh, uh, I did the that was a question a lot of the fans wanted to know. Yeah. When is that um, album dropping? No, we're, finally, we're, we're finally finished. We're just mixing it right now. It's a dope album. It's really, really gonna. I can't wait to y'all hear it. I'll even take it a step further. You could even do the next installment of Jazzmatazz and bring shit back. Now, a lot of a lot of our <laughs> listeners don't even know this, but you were actually offered the original Jazzmatazz project, and you turned it over to Guru. Yeah. You want to talk about that a little yeah. bit and give them a little insight? Guru just was tired of, at, during the 90s era, we were being called jazz rap because of the old jazz samples that I was using, and you know, but we weren't rapping about jazz, even though we did a couple of jazz uh, uh, tribute songs like Jazz Thing and Jazz Music. But those were dedicated to our grandfathers who were jazz performers and uh, fans of the music, so we did it as a tribute to them. <laughs> Say the mother, bringing us back again from the drumming on the Congo. Came with a strong flow and continued to grow. Feet moved to the beat of the tabalo. Now dig the story and follow. For then it landed on American soil through the sweat, the blood, and the toil. Yeah, like we heard that when he saw Manifest because he said school resembled Malcolm X's video, which made him buy the album. And he was working on more better blues at the time, which I was jazz or uh, oriented uh, uh, subject of, of the movie with Denzel Washington and Wesley uh, Snipes. So because of that, uh, he said, man, that jazz music y'all did on some of the nice guys dope, but you, you didn't go as in-depth as I would like you to go. If I give you this poem, it doesn't rhyme, but it's still a poem uh, by this guy named Eric Eli. Think Guru would take that poem and like flip into a rhyme style, and y'all could do it, and we'll put it on the soundtrack. And we're like, yeah, and that's how I met Brand for Marcellus, and we buckled down, did the song. Uh, the obviously the soundtrack version is very enhanced with with the band and everything like that, but my original demo version is the one that's in the video. That was how I presented it from the top. So he was like, Spike was like, you know what? When we do the video, I want to go with your original demo version, which is just looping up the the, the sample and and the way you cut the the you know I kept, I kept uh, uh I looped me doing that on a uh, you know on the turntable and then I just looped that and uh, he was like yeah this is the version I want from that point uh, we were always being labeled as jazz rap like us Digital Planet us three. Uh, a couple other artists and gurus said, yo, I'm tired of calling this that because we're not, if jazz rap means you are rapping about jazz and we're, we're rapping about topics like people getting robbed and, and uh, you know, going out with a chick or just rhyming about how nice I am on the mic. So when uh, when the when the project was pitched to me, I was like, well, man, since I, you know, I'm producing so many artists outside of Gangstar when we have a break, why don't you do it? And that could be a new project that you do aside from your ill kid project and your ball head slick project. And uh, he was like, cool. You know, I got to figure out what to call it. Jay, Jay with the damager can named it Jab with Dad. So he paid Jay Rue. We picked him up in Guru's car to pay him the money because 
uh, you came up with the name. That's crazy. Yeah. So I was like, yo, you do it, man. And then that way, and Guru said, yo, you know, this, this will be dope because it will protect Gangstar from being labeled as that. And then I could just do this whole other thing. I was like, exactly. So yeah, take it. It's all good. Great story. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't, great I, story. So those... Yep. Yeah, J. Root named it. That's why even when dudes, even that, that guy's even claiming that, oh, Jam Jam is mine. I'm like, no, man. That's Guru and J. Root that, that created that. Patrick Moxie, who was our manager at the time, and Patrick created Payday Records. That's why all of us were being managed by by Patrick. Patrick was like, yo, as long as you produce Boob Homer J. Rue, I'll put all those on my label and I'll cut up a check. He gave us like 150000 per project, and, that, and we gave that straight to the guys. We didn't, uh, you know, we, we gave it the money. Those Jazzmatazz budgets were much greater than what you guys were probably doing. Oh, yeah, used they to were say. like, like $600,000. Right. I didn't get one dime. I did. <laughs> I did my shit for free because it was cool. It was like, yeah, no, I got you. Uh, he's yeah. like, I got to have a pre I got you. That was cool. You passed it off, too. Yeah. You had mentioned uh, J. Rune and, and going back to the album where it feels good to not just hear you guys, but it's it's like a reunion of sorts. Like, the guys are all back together. Um, and I know, I know yeah. J. Rune's in, in Germany, but nowadays it's very easy to work together. That, that, yeah. that chemistry, I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, nothing changed. Like, you guys were back making, you know, uh, music like it was, it was uh, you know, the mid-90s again. It's my favorite. Can can we expect to hear more material between you and J-Ru? Yeah, 100%. We would talk about doing another album together, you know. Really? So, well, we definitely said the man, I definitely want to do another album, for sure. What's the title of that one? Sunsets. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, we haven't... Uh, I haven't even thought that far into it. I still, I still got a lot of other projects I got to finish getting out. But once we get that open window, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll go back and work. Well, I was going. I was about to ask you, Prem. How how backed up are you? I mean, are you in the studio every single day? Do you go in there a couple of days a week? Do you have like eight projects lined up? But how backed up are you? Not every day because I don't just make beats just to be making them. I only make beats on the spot when I have something to, uh, to do. So I'm like, you know, this is the time. Let's, let's get cracking. So I go every day. Mm. And how important, like, is your radio show? Like, what's your normal, uh, what's your normal routine as far as like what takes precedence? Production to family. Like, how do you balance everything? When it comes to uh, my radio show, which is on Tuesday nights, uh, I don't listen to new music until the day before. And I just thumb through everything real quick, you know, if it holds me between, you know, a good, you know, 20 seconds or so, then I'll kind of listen to it a little bit longer. And, then, you know, based on who it is, especially if it's somebody I'm not familiar with, and I'll put it in a folder for, you know, the, 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 it'll be the, it, it always updated every week. So it'll be the newest folder. And out of that stuff that I listen to, the stuff that's not really hot, I just, delete it and take it out of my computer, you know, and just, you know, I might not even do it that day, but I'll just, I know what folder, throw all that other stuff away. And then from there, I don't have a set way I mix. I just make, I, being I know that that's the latest folder for this week, I just go, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll figure out what I'm going to start with. And uh, once I know what I'm going to start with, then I just, I just freestyle everything, you know, and, and I think it's better that way because, you're, you're live, so you gotta constantly be on point to like 
keep the flow of the show going. And when I scripted, you know, I just use my Instagram, like see what I posted the last five, six days prior to Tuesday. And then, I, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, shout out to so-and-so who had a birthday, you know, or stuff like that. But we don't have, like, notes. We don't have anything. Uh, uh, a piece of paper we we uh, pass around to talk about topics. We just kind of it's like more like hanging out with your boys, smoking a little weed, and have some drink and kicking and watching some football or, or any sports. And that's how we feel when we're together. It's like we look forward to it because it's a hangout type of atmosphere. Yeah. And then from there, uh, I just make sure I play as many records as possible. I like to always get at least sometimes I only like having guests because time it takes to talk to them do real live calls and then just even the interview based off where it's going to go. I can't get a lot of new records in and I want people, I, I, I see so many people that sent me, that tagged me and they're like showing the radio screen and they're going, yo, Prince cutting my record up. I don't even know these guys. Right. So just, <laughs> the record's dope. You know, the record's dope. I cut it up and they're all excited in the car. They're like, whoa, this thing's done And I'm like, wow, man, that's how it was for us. When Red Alert and Molly Mall and Chuck Chill Out and Awesome Two were doing that to us, that's how we felt. So I know that feeling when somebody's cutting your record up on the on two wheels. It's like I love giving that feeling. That's doing my radio show is one of the most fun things to ever do because I'm breaking these records based off of my ear. I'm not playing it because everybody else is playing it. I think it's dope. I'm playing the um. The amount of music that you have to go through. So you have a twenty-second kind of rule. If it's if it's popping, you'll continue kind to listen of, to it. Not all the time, but you know, it just has to. You know, sometimes it'll start off with some little cuts. I'm like, oh, they cut this, they cut this shit up though. And then the rhyme sucks. And I'm like, uh, I'm yeah. playing this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if the rhyme sucks, even though the beat's banging and the cuts are dope, there's no way I'm playing. Well, you've done, you kind of stepped outside of your camp and you, you, you did something with Griselda, which is very cool because hearing those guys over your beat was refreshing for a lot of us. But um, how do you keep, you know, you got to keep, obviously, the ear to the streets and the pulse on new music. What is it that, um, you know, that's been moving you this year? Uh, I mean, it's, it's so fun. I mean, their whole movement is a big deal because, you know, they, they show that, they, you know, with Derringer giving them a sound of Buffalo and, and just doing it the way that they do it. Now, <laughs> you have a lot of people that are starting to just do slow beats that are, you know, 60 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, don't don't start making slow beats like Griselda just because that's the way that works for them. But like, keep on bringing some, some shit of your own. You know, it just, it just has to sound original to me and sound like, some some raw underground boom bap, predominantly boom bap. I, I like West Coast stuff. I'm playing Compton's most wanted new album because they got some shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm not the trap type sound. That's my thing. Uh, predominantly, even though my son loves it, he's eight years old. <laughs> but I want to. I want to. I like the traditional sound that I was raised that I came up on, which is more predominantly boom bap and just rhyming and scratching. So well, I'll love if it. it has anything close to that, that's what I play. That's what we love. I know. I mean, if it, there can only be more of it. If we can relive 93, 94, 95, Groundhog, again, like we, Groundhog we, Day, we would. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. Cause I know sometimes you're, you're hesitant to, to, to say something cause they're all your babies. But if I had to say gun to head, what would you feel 
represented you the best as far as production, right? Hard to earn, living proof, or the sun rises in the east. Out of those three albums, what do you think was your best? They're all classics, no denying that. But if you had a big one, gun to head. Well, that's a tough one. Yeah. Music wise, everybody's like living proof. Oh, that album's dope. They're all undeniable classics. Yeah. But uh, Sunrise East was a big deal to me because he was our first artist, you know, that 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 came out of the Gangstar stable. I mean, even a big sugar, the founder of Gangstar, Jay Rude, when when Guru told me, let's both pick three groups to sign the Gangstar Productions. I said, uh, Sure, and and Jay Rude to be my three. I was like, okay, well, let me produce it, and I'll make a mixture of pops. Because I said we gotta come off. They gotta come off as strong as we are, and coming off the gangstar. Let me do the do the production. You can just sit back and collect collect your half of the money. I'm fine with that. And um, and, and that's why even when I when I heard <clears throat> so much talking about money missing, and oh, you got time missing that. We got robbed. One time back in '92, uh, our bus got robbed. Actually, it was uh, it was actually '93, uh, and uh, we got robbed on our bus. Groove forgot to lock the bus, uh, you know, because obviously he gets a key to the you know the luggage thing. We bought his luggage and all that. Turn back then we were carrying turntables on tour, uh, and Groove got into it with a, with a guy, a, a young kid, not, not a child, but a younger kid, and he went and got his brother. Brother came back popping shit, and uh, we were on stage at the time, but Jay Rue was back at the bus, and Jay Rue was a stand-up guy, so he told them to fuck off, and they got to a fight. That brought more people out, and they started grabbing our luggage off the bus, and it, it just happened to take one of the bags that held some of our tour money, <clears throat> and, uh, and, and, and it, you know, then the cops came, and we were able to retrieve our bags, but they were strewn all over the all over the street, clothes everywhere. They said they found two bags that they that took to the police station. We get to the police station to claim, make sure it's our bags. The bags all ripped up, and the money is gone. Now that happened uh, in France, in Marseille, France, again, mm-hmm. like '93. But other than that, nothing else ever happened. And plus, when it comes to all the money that uh, that we um, split 50-50, he can't take more than me and I can't take more than him. So there's no way that either one of us could, I could rip each other off because the accountant, yeah, we don't want to treat We're not going to go some little, uh, working out of somebody's house and stuff, you know, even though that, that's not, not slight accountants that don't come from, you know, a certified CPA level. But we were a major company at that time where if he takes out a hundred dollars and I don't, he owes a hundred dollars, or I can take out a hundred dollars to offset the balance. And and uh, sometimes I would, sometimes I would, because we were both bringing in money on on solo stuff and together stuff. Solo stuff he dealt with a different accountant, and so did I. Anything gang stuff, we would deal with it together. So even if he doesn't do anything on Jeru's album. I still give his half, and I'm happy to give it to him. I'm not sitting there going, oh, well, he didn't have it. He didn't do any song. I just don't know. Nah, that's, that's real business partners. Like, that's cool. I don't like wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, so uh, 
you know, it, it's it's really a, a 50 50 thing. And, you know, so when I saw all these interviews and they're talking about money and God, and I'm going to get them robbed. And I was like, why would I want to rob my partner and hurt him? When that's, maybe that's a bad look for us together as a crew. So now, if he gets robbed, you know, there's the fucking uh, piece for the, for the robber might go, damn, that's with his chain and took his car or whatever and his money. Like it's me and next, and 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 that that makes me, you know, more vulnerable of a target. At least in in their mind, on the land it's embarrassing. You like, yeah, you go be getting robbed. Like that's a lot. I don't want you knowing that shit. That shit is trying to be embarrassing. So why the hell would I want to be Bobby Hodge or the friend of mine just because we had a few fights here and there? And that's my point. At least the gun accidentally goes off. And, I feel like this is more like a shrink session because I I feel you you no no you you you've been more vocal about this than I think you've ever been. Well, you know what? Tipping point. You know what? Because I because I, I don't want to talk about this shit no more. Like yeah. after I've, after I've got it off my chest and that's and fine. Like you know, even when I did the New York Times, like that was really going to be the only time I got off my chest because I don't want to I don't want to put light on on Solar and on like LA. He doesn't deserve any shine from coming out of my mouth because he's not like he'll never be on my level. Um, he, no one should be allowing him to do interviews. Like, I, I, I'll say this on uh, you right now, I'll never let the source interview me for anything anymore because they just did an interview with him about him accusing me of stealing all this music for the album. And it's like, why do y'all think this guy even interviews? Like, that means you're... I'm going against the culture. You know what I'm saying? This is irrelevant to me. This is going against the culture because y'all know this guy was fraud and you're fucking letting up the interviews. You know what yeah. Hell no, you can't do it. Send him somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it, it's like don't let these guys do interviews with, 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 when you say you represent the culture. Otherwise, you're doing it for clickbait and, and clout. Oh, we, we got a response from him. It's like, ah, don't do it. He wants to respond. Let him find his own way. But don't let these, these complications allow him to be uh, violating our culture like that. That's just foul. It, it's, it's not cool. Pitchfork, I had the same thing. Pitchfork had a guy review our album, and he's like, ah, bad name sounds like an old man said, telling kids to get off his lawn. And he's just saying all this stuff foul about guru. And I'm just like, yo. Oh, and, and he gave us a 6.3 on 
out of 10, I wasn't even worried about the rating. It was more the way he wrote and bashed. But, you know, the album, oh, I just, after the song, after the album, was hollow and there's nothing there. And again, I, 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 I don't mind them not liking it, but you're writing it like you just can't stand it. And I'm not, I'm not buying that. So, you know, if those type of guys speak on us and throw shitty darts, I think everything goes out the window after he fucked with um, Guru's nephew at the hospital. So, like, after that point, it's so fucking dirty uh, with him and his wife that it's just it's impossible to even bring this guy in. So many people 10 years ago, maybe a little more, when uh, Guru was doing a lot of uh, interviews, um, making making the rounds for bald, bald head slick. And and mm-hmm. one of the stipulations I know I it was wasn't bald head slick. It, it was Jasmine Taz. Was it seven? I, I was actually one of the last yeah. people to interview Guru and, and Solar. Yeah. Okay. So I I was kind of bef- uh, maybe a little before that. Yeah. There, there was a stipulation that he had to be involved in the be, interview. It had to be with Solar, and there was no discussion of Gangstar and and or premiere of course i mentioned premiere yeah. <laughs> i mentioned premiere and oh my god that, yeah. that solar went off look let, um, let's just wrap it up because i don't want to keep talking about solar because to me he's not worth it and this is your moment no he's not he's this not. is your moment and and he's envious he's always been envious of what you guys are he can't emulate what you do and he can always chit chat and there's others I, I i by the way we're not naive we've seen what went on with afu ra and crumb snatcher there's always going to be people out yeah. there talking even that caught me off guard i'm like afu what are you doing man you man you a boy it's like we're cool we ain't got no beef we ain't got no problems with each other he was never gangster foundation. He's I never. He, yeah, I, that's what he I was gonna. Know, he, I was saying. Yeah, and he's never been on a gangster album. Ever. He's never been on a gangster like, album. But right. we've been on his. We've been on three, three of his albums. It's like, damn. After all we've contributed, we didn't charge you no money, nothing. You're, you're, you're mad because you're not on the album. Like, like yeah, I can't believe everybody's in their 40s and 50s complaining but but prior to that album dropping no one was reaching out to us or checking on us at all no none of them you know what i'm saying um i heard about the crumb joint today and uh I, so it, it, it's hearsay until i check it out myself but that's what you know but, uh, and, and crumb is he's what he's he's an extensive an extensive gangster foundation is jay with the damager big shot and group on that's it you know what I'm saying? Anything outside of that are extensions of the gangster lineage. You know, for Bumpy Knuckles, MOP, because they all have their own teams as well. You know, MOP is first family, you know, but we still call them Gangstar Foundation. But, you know, in, 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 you know, in, in the connection, and they, and they can ride that flag and pick it up as well because we welcome them to do it. Even Crump can do it. It's cool, but, uh, we never, from what I heard again, you know, he 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 said, uh, from what I heard from the guy that told me today, he said he said, you know, he was trying to dance, uh, uh, he found a land salt and a disappointment. It was like, we never said you uh, you cut off anything and you're done. You know what I'm saying? You know, we don't fuck with you anymore. We, none of us have ever even said that before. You know what I'm saying? So what is there? What is everybody upset about? It's like, what the hell is going on? And through the years, I have been taking care of Guru's son like we're supposed to. 
making sure his money was not in, in, in some of our hands because he was stealing money. We got that fixed in court, and we couldn't phone to go to his son. His son would be running the, the he had on the throne, and that's what all I did was step in because I knew all the proper information should also be the proper information because Shug was on the journey of Gangstar way before I joined. So Shug was helpful. I was helpful in court because, you know, again, we lived such a long ride. Um, I think none of these people were a part of repairing the situation when he died. So it's like, I mean, what's the fucking deal? You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I, I'm not mad at none of them. When, when I saw the Oscar joint, I was like, all right, cool. You know, like, I'm not going to be on social media and going back and forth. Any kids, you know what I'm saying? I'm a 53-year-old man that knows that we see on social media about anybody and fuck you and all that stuff. When I see you as on and doing all that shit, they, they, they're showing the true colors how they feel. Fine. I mean, you know, I'm going to still be the regular same old guy. And whatever issues they got, that's, that's all of them having issues with themselves. It has nothing to do with me or gold. And again, our mission is to make sure his family eats off the proceeds, like Royce said. And that's what I, that's what I did do. Has any of them reached out to you? You reach out to me and go, hey, man, we want to make sure the guru's son got a little paper or you know, take him out to dinner and make sure, you know, he's he being mentored by us. Man, that that that's gonna raise him to be a man. Then he his mom was raised him by herself, you know. And I'm like, yeah. And and he, but with me, he's been hands on all the time. That's why I love his his nephew Justin. All that stuff. So I said he was lying about it. Is not a lie. He was telling the truth. Uh, his, his brother Denzel. I, I love him especially because he convinced me to go to the hospital and see him, and I didn't want to go. And he was like, you gotta go. I don't care. If nobody else in the family gets to go, or even if everybody goes, you gotta see him. And I was like, all right, I'll think about it. He goes, no, you go. You find a way. And he said it like that. I was like, tired, I'm going Monday. It was like a, was like a Friday or Saturday. I'm like, all right, I'm going Monday. And then I went, and, you know, so and I, and I, I went to the task to get in there. I'm sure y'all see the interviews, but I got in there. And 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 I'm, I got that closure. So the next thing that hit my mind once he passed was, man, I know he's sitting on music so high because that dude records a lot. You know what I'm saying? I know Guru's up for work ethic. So I was like, if I could find a way to get my hands on that shit, man, I know I could do another album. I, and again, seven years later, from still thinking that way, I finally got, you know, so... Um, I've been, yeah, you know, that's why I sleep well at night. I don't know why anybody's upset with them out on the album and stuff. Like, this is not through on putting an album together. And then on top of that, I knew who to call it based off what the words said to be. When I heard the lyrics, they had to speak to me. You know what I'm saying? And once he spoke to me, I'm like, this person will fit on here. This person, even with lights out. I don't like when Google yells like that. But shout to Aguilar who actually wrote that hook to the original, he Aguilar wrote that, wrote that hook, and it sounds like an Aguilar hook. Hey, yo, it's the new millennium, and I'm taking over, ballhead slick, ill kid records, <laughs> me and my old clique, you know what I'm saying? Coming from the bottom, the underground, straight on up to the T.O.P., you know what I'm saying? Put lights out. I told y'all, this is the one I owe y'all. When you see me, act 
like you know I know y'all. No one but a law can hold y'all. Average motherfuckers can't even handle what I throw y'all. Lights out, I told y'all, this is the one I owe y'all. When you see me, act like you know I know y'all. No one but a law can hold y'all. Average motherfuckers can't even handle what I throw y'all. Sounds like that a lot. And Good Billy Widow, he gave me the original version. And uh, when I heard it, I'm like, yep, that's the original way. When I bought it from Dude, it was nothing there but just Good folks. Everything else had been deleted. I don't know uh, what the original session was like because I've never heard that song in my life, ever. It was done in 2000. We didn't know so about it until how did he have it? You know, and we knew him in 2002. How did he have it? Due to the sensitive subject matter at request of DJ Premier, we cannot air parts of this exclusive interview. However, we will air the interview in its entirety very soon. And on that note, let's get back to the program. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I was waiting for the answer. I'm like, did he, did he, tell, me, did he tell me it was Jay Ruin and I just didn't hear him? Okay. Harder. I did all that on purpose, sir. I said, I'm going to get in there and then I'm going to play it and when I say that, just give me a, give me a, like a month or two and, and let's see what happens. And, and you know, to, to, to this, this, uh, this, the end of this garbage shit going on. And then, uh, I think it'll even be more special then because you will have it fruitful. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Y'all, y'all, the last, I'm the last one I'm talking about this shit. Well, I had to press the London this weekend. Um, and go out there and I'm just I'm gonna dance around it as much as I can to not really go there because it's already been put out there. The New York Times was the most out there and Rolling Stone was very accurate as well. And then everything else was what you saw me say on Ebro and, and Highlight Seven and, and Apple Music and uh Breakfast Club this way. And uh pretty much I'm I'm drawing back from anything else regarding that guy. But uh, so, but that what I just told you, I've told no one. Wow. Um, yeah. So, well, we we will I'm keep it in the vault until yeah. you say run with it. And all uh, I gotta say is, you should play the bitches right now, fucking loud, <laughs> and have a different connotation and yeah. say, <laughs> no doubt. this is where I'm at, bitch. Absolutely, absolutely, and and uh, but yeah, man, it, it's just crazy all this stuff I'm discovering. And again, like I said. Since we just discovered it even more now, that's why I'm like, okay, this is going to nail it. You know, like I'm, I'm already in plant, and my, I have one of the worst attorneys in, in the world, and he's, he's a shark. And uh, and again, I think Guru is literally, even his son, he's like, oh, that's my dad. Can you cruise to this dude's nonsense? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think Guru is helping us. Hold this whole shit down. Well, I will say this in ending. The album is fantastic. It is necessary. You, it feels good. I, you know, I, I got to think he's he's smiling down. He feels good. You, you, you not only created the exact album that we need in, in 2019, but the exact gangstar closure we all needed to hear. And uh, so, thank you for that. And it's very, very admirable what you're doing with Casey. I think it's so cool how you're incorporating him. Yeah. And everything. Didn't he, didn't he do a good job on the Bad Man video? Oh, yeah, it was, it was great, great, good, really good. It gave good, good feelings the whole time. Chills. I was smiling the whole time while I'm watching it. Yeah, no, I had chills, yeah, man. He, it was, he, it was, was, he even cut his hair and, and, and in Chicago at the barbershop shop, and 
and Spice having to do all that shit in his house. Oh yeah, everybody you know, loves him. Spice is, Spice but just, is there, just the dedication on all levels. I mean, everyone was all in from the beginning because this is the type of thing that we need. This is what's missing. Yeah, and, and now I'm uh, I'm gonna uh, I, I still we still have like five more videos to shoot, so I'm gonna make sure all of them are really creative. I'm, I've always been a creative person. And uh, I've always been in the music video, so that's why I, I was hands-on with getting with co-directing uh, this year with my man Drew Morris. Drew Morris does all the bass and bars with my artist Brady Wiley plays bass. <clears throat> and then Ryan has classic artist rap. And then uh, uh, he shot a video with Miguel that I did called For Loving You, and he did one with this group called Cherub that I did. Um, and uh, so, um, but this one for Drew, he was like, yo, this one is, very heavy on my head it is to heavy. make sure it comes out right and I, I described everything to him I said it's gotta be this gotta be this shooting like this shooting like that so um, I said you know um, it's gonna come out right and, be, and we did it you know and he asked what the cover was like I said it's kind of on to the museum shit that's like the museum and then when I saw him hotel I said yo man let's put a gangstar shirt on him hotel you know what I'm saying and, and that's the old shirt that I got Airbrushed for Guru back in '92, and I gave it to my assistant Jeff, and he's been keeping it. And, he, and they, when we were shooting, they said, "Can you bring some vintage stuff, uh, like like floppy disks, pictures?" And we brought his ashes. You see his ashes at the very end of the video. Uh, that blue thing at yeah. the end—that's that, Guru's ashes. Mm. It's fresh. Now I was going to say, what's what's going to be the, the next single off the album? We said definitely either from a distance. Yes. Uh, even the one with Nitty and Neo because Nitty did her thing. Neo did his thing. Mm-hmm. That's what we were saying earlier. Nitty, it, Nitty reminds me of like Shorty from Daylight. She comes correct, mm-hmm. dude. Comes correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about doing that. We're talking about doing what's real. There you go. Um, Those two. What's from a distance? What's real? Royce may have the verse of the year. Uh, it, it, yeah, take flight. You know what I'm saying? Take and, flight. And we got a lot. Of, and we got we got different remixes that we're going to be coming with. I'm about, I'm waiting for two MCs to finish body in this bad name joint, so I can put that out like in, the, in another week or two. So hopefully that'll happen. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, it should. And uh, then we'll be dropping hopefully that. I won't lie, I do mix in a little uh, Bon Jovi, uh, You Give Love a Bad Name over uh, uh, over that part in this particular episode, and it's fucking fresh, dude. Go, go. By, hey, by the way, the uh, the Big Suge, the new Big Suge is dope, too. Oh, that's dope. Real oh, dope. thanks, man. I love EMF, man. That shit is awesome. More importantly, are, are you still taking that green juice shit? Last time you were on the show, you were heavy into the, the, the <laughs> green shit. diet. What happened? <laughs> Are you yeah, st- I fell off and got really flat fat, and now. Uh, <laughs> you know, just now off. I didn't want to say it, but I was like, <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't know if you still doing it. You were very, very committed to that green yeah, shit. Yeah, you were. You were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's all good. Uh, we actually just started training again uh, about a week ago. I've, I've go, I haven't gone to the gym in so long, and so I'm on my fifth day back at it. You know, with with, uh, with the guy, one of my longtime friends, who's a who's in one of the best shapes, almost 60 years old, and he's ripped, six-pack wow. stomach and everything, and he's been on my ass, so I changed my diet again, and uh, we're, we're, this time we're getting ready for the, for the summer early, because everybody puts on weight during the winter, because you like, cover up with heavy clothes, and 
and then everybody starts back right around the end of football season. So I'm like, nah, we're going to go ahead and start getting started so that I can shake off a lot of layers. I, I put on like 40 pounds, and I'm like, let me get it off and, and do it now. So I'm on my fifth day. We went to Dayton, Brady, my base player. We even went today this morning, early in the morning, we get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and we rock out. So, nice. uh, You'll see me, you'll, you'll see me, you know, just play shortly. But. You and Spice Adams, we need to see doing some workout videos together, maybe. <laughs> on oh, IG. Well, look, I want to thank you again for stopping by. This is the second time. I'm sure you do so many interviews. You don't remember everything, but you are probably burnt out after doing your your, your run with this. So No, this is what I signed up for. And uh, the fact that we signed up for this as a profession, I treat it as a profession. And part of it is doing interviews. My main thing is just being careful how I talk about him because yeah. I don't like him to have the upper hand on how we do because he's not that savvy and he's not that street, even though he claims to be. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the, with that in mind, he'll never be able to top my moves ever. So. So, um, you know, because he's, he's too loud. When you're loud and you're boisterous like that, you'll never, ever, ever top my moves, you know? So, and then I got glue in my, in my soul to make yeah. sure I fix what was fucked up before he passed. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm making sure, and again, I'm making sure his family is eating comfortably yep. off of his money. And they're all doing well, man, because that's where our heart is. His heart is not there. That part you to put out there, I don't care. But that's what my heart is, man. And that's what my, my karma is. So, again, I deal with equality for real. That's the reason why I live in LA. And then again, what fan of ours is going to be like, yeah, probably, probably do it still. It's like, come on, man, you serious? I mean, like, you know, put out all this stuff just to get sued and, and shut down for stealing? Like, come on. Right. <laughs> I, I, I would admit that I stole bubblegum before. And I stole a pack of Tums. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I, I was drinking a whole bunch of whiskey one night with the boys. I did feel the so, if you want to call me a thief, I apologize. I stole you're doing good things. You're a good man. People, look, I know everybody it, knows. It, man. It, it, everybody it, knows. It really, it, you could tell it, it's gotten to you and, and the fact that he's come out. Let's just put all that aside. You're doing great things. I, I, like I said, Thank so you, admirable what you're doing with Casey. You have a great team behind you, Ian, Jeff, and, and the love that this album's getting, seeing it in Times Square on, on, on all these billboards, like oh worldwide. My God, man. It's great. That's what Guru, Guru deserved that years ago, and now he's getting it. I'm so happy for him. I'm all happy for him. I'm not worried about me. I, I hope I always have. So I just want to make sure I raise my child right. Um, so I, I love just seeing it. It's all for Guru, man, and the, the family and the fans. You know, again, me, I've I got tons of platinum plaques. I got money. I, you know, the, the, the Guru, uh, Guru's family has money. It's like, you know, the, the, and now the, the shine is getting the time spread. Like Amazon posting good job. It's great. And everything. Uh, posters all over Europe. 
That shit is just one incredible feeling that I cannot describe. It's gotta so be insane. It's a it tribute. So good. Yeah, he's proud. You, you, you. Everybody who who grew up listening to you. I don't want to make you sound too old. Grew up listening to you, but everyone who 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 no, loved Gangstar. You're, you're a kid. I'm, right. I'm not. I'm actually not a kid. I'm, a, I'm on your age. They call me. <laughs> they call me Uncle Dre here. I'm like the fucking old old sire of the group here. So I get it. But you, like, there you go. It, it, again, it was it was great. You're doing great things. We don't need to talk about the other guy. Karma will take care of him. And if Karma doesn't take care of him, I would love for maybe Freddie Fox to do what he did to Benzino on the Flavor <laughs> Unit bus uh, uh, to 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 Solar one day. So eventually, it will catch up to him. It did to uh, Stringer Bell. But listen, Premier, I can't thank you enough. I thank you as a hip hop fan. Thank you as uh, as just a, a good person and, and, and really doing, you're kind of like the uncle who looks after his brother's son when he passes. And that's uh, what you guys are doing. hundred percent. And you know, Bill, man, all of us know each other's families. My, my father and his father, the guru's father, uh, God bless all of their souls because they passed and his mom passed as well. But, uh, they are, they're fraternity brothers that will make us out for our fraternity. Both of my, my moms were teachers. My mother taught me in high school and junior high at Stratt Art. That's where my art side and my talent comes from from her. And then on top of that, we don't even know that this guy's parents is good. You know, he, he had claims he was from Red Hook for years. Now he, he's from Bushwick. Now he's from Harlem. It's like, where is he? You have no stripes. And, and that's the thing. This rap shit, everybody wants to be from. And no, and even when I mention, even when he's mentioned sometimes, in certain circles, people are like, well, who is he? You know what I'm saying? I've mean, never heard of him. So I just don't know. We don't know anything about him except his, his government name. And I don't know who, who his mom and daddy is, but boy, I'd love to see what they look like. I kind of have a picture of what they, what they look like. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, we appreciate it always. The listener is going to love these stories. And uh, and the exclusive content we have yeah, in a few months from now. fantastic. Yeah. It's going <laughs> in the vault. You know, we just, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, when everything is really hits the fan, that's going to come in handy to play that. Because you got the, like I said, you got the pre-warning of my discoveries before it got to the point of finally just ending all this, with this nonsense. Yeah. Hey man, I appreciate all you do. Um, I, Jesus, dude, I just want to hang out with you for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, you're like superhero to us, man. We're producers. We're, we're in uh, we're in Boca, which yeah, is South Florida. Is South Florida. Oh, okay, in Florida, yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, well, no, if you seriously. ever come to uh, Miami, we'll we'll take you out for a, a nice. T-bone steak and and uh, yeah some green juice to balance <laughs> it out. Oh yeah, so, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah. But, but I know I'm coming to Miami. Same thing, you know. Um, last time I was there was uh, I took my son there for New Year's and I spent like five days out there. And then prior to that, I did drink champs. But uh, yep. yeah, if, if, if you, either way, if y'all know you're coming to New York, you give us a heads up. And uh, if I'm around, which I usually am, we'll we'll make sure y'all hit all the third spots that you enjoy. And uh, you have a good time. All the best, man. Thanks, man. Prima, I just appreciate you on every level. So uh, appreciate you, Tony. Thanks for respecting uh, that little excerpt because, uh, like I said, I've told no one yet, 
But uh, I thought, since I was going so far with it, I'm like, you know what? Y'all have it. And, and this, this is when the right time is right. You can blast and do what you want. The rest of the interview can we do it. Well, we appreciate it and we'll obviously respect it. And can I say this? We're off the okay. record. You have nothing to, like, you don't even need to let that dude bother you. It's that, going to get to where he gets fully exposed. I mean, he's been getting exposed already. Oh, anyway. for years he's been exposed, but. Yeah, but finally, like, the, like, like finally, like, over, over, that, that, that's coming. And when that happens, that's when you fire off that, that piece then of what I, what I found out. Because when, when I say he's told me that, thank, thank God for Aguilar, he's telling me the same thing. I'm like, what the fuck? And then how do you account for stuff that you, when you weren't around us from 99, 2000, 2001? You can't account for those. Yeah, that's true. How'd you, how'd you, how'd you get those if you didn't know us? Like, how'd you get them? Yeah. You know, there's so many things. You know, like I said, we're already ready to just completely take them down. We're just letting them keep, keep uh, playing themselves and doing all this stupid stuff. And uh, please, you know, I, 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 I'll say this. I'm going to do an interview with them on my fucking job. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to ask you a quick question that's none of the people at the round table are going to understand but you and I, but uh, what is the best plugin you've been using? Uh, for me, it's been Isotope lately. Uh, for you, what's what's his best? Are, are, are you talking about the uh, Isotope? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I haven't used it yet because, I mean, I have sometimes I like the music still in the the sample, so when you scratch it and shit like that, to where you know where it's coming from, but Everybody's likes to talk about right now. I, I, I have a program that's even better than that, but I'm not telling you what it is. <laughs> what you using? He said he's not telling you. He's not telling you. No. I'm not going to tell you. All right. What's, what's your favorite plug-in? Uh, I'm not gonna tell you that either. Ah, you're <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry about the uh, Astros. No, you know that must have uh, that stung uh, you yeah, a little okay. bit. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for your condolences. Yeah. yeah. And what college team you supporting these days? Football. Special dude, out. man. Yeah. He brings yeah. in a little bit of religion. Yeah. Those guys got faith. It's it's next level. Anyway, I'd love to have you for a college game one one day, brother. But anyway, yeah, hey, let let's, me know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> actually, what about actually the guy that took Justin there just to hold him down just in case him so long uh, collided. Uh, his son just got a full ride to the University of Miami. So he, Damn. oh shit, oh, oh, you're gonna be down here, bro. Yeah, I was gonna go, say you go to those games all the time. There we go. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be coming down where we have a thing. And then and then Shug's son got a full ride to Howard University for football. So Damn, nice. two of them, two of the of my family members got full ride sons playing football at, at dope schools. All the best, man. I appreciate everything. Thank yeah, you so much. Appreciate y'all, man. Be good Thank from you. here. Take care. Peace. Yeah. I right, chill. <laughs>
Yo, what's up, y'all? It's DJ Premier. Take your personal radio and put you here. And right now, we're about to get real personal. And y'all need to listen up because that's how deep it's about to go. All right? Chill. <laughs> 